so so loud. What kind of crap creek that's from Josh? That's Josh. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, Wells is here. Hello, everybody. What's up, Wells? Oh, you know, usual shit. Same old shit different day? Yeah, pretty much. So, what? Anybody so, do anything exciting? I did. What'd you do? I went out. Um, middle of the week last week, buddy hits me up and he's like, hey, we should go out and get a beer. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm like, hey, wait a second. I think Divine's got something fun dropping this week. Maybe it's today. Maybe it's tomorrow. Oh, hey, it's today. You want to go? And he's like, yeah. And so I took the afternoon off and rolled up to Divine Barrel. He kind of more or less played hooky. Somebody was texting him like, hey, so-and-so just IM'd you and wants to know the answer to something. <laughs> it was great. It was why, great. Why don't you have IM on your phone? Yeah. Because reasons but uh yeah i went up there and they had their um apple fritter beer which growing up i was a big junkie with like apple ciders and apple fritters and all that kind of stuff so i was like super interested bought it uh sight unseen had it liked it you know uh, we'll have a next show should be good times but uh yeah that was my that was my big yeah and then i i sent you a, a an IM conversation about higher ground coming out and you're like son of a bitch yeah I, well yeah because I'd gone to I, I stopped by and picked up some pink robots at Birdsong so yeah I was like ah man I I went up there for pink robots and they had moved the date then I went up like a week or so later for the divine barrel and I got my pink robots then like I don't want to go up a third time yeah I, don't I really think. don't I did stumble into some double two hearted mm. so tasty so, beverage yeah so so that's good and uh Decided, I, I, you know, like, it's time to replace my, I guess, primary kick. Like, I've got an old mech on right now, and I was, like, trying to figure out what I wanted for the other one. And I just killed uh, a hop, drop, and roll, which was really good, you know. But I was like, I mean, I don't think I want another IPA. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do something different. But I don't want anything sour. It's not going to be not, not going to be feeling that for too much longer. I don't want to – got a whole other keg of stout sitting there. So I'm like, what do I want to do? And I'm – Walking around the, the store and I'm looking at their stuff and I, I found like a five day old keg of highlight. Shit. And I'm like, mm. you know, I haven't had highlight in a while, but like, remember when it was such a big deal to get highlight? Yeah. And like, we would have people like send it from Florida. It was like this. Huge and remember deal. how many times it would have floaties in it and we're oh, like, yeah. what the fucking fuck? But then we still didn't care. We drink it anyway yeah. because it's just like, yes, but it's highlight. And, yeah. And here I am now, you know, thanks no, to I, the. I, I, I told this story, but it's been years ago, so can't remember if it was Mark or somebody. You know, somehow we'd gotten some, right? It was probably Chris. And you had brought in some to work because we used to work in the same office. Yeah. And I stuck it in my desk. Kind of forgot about it. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't in there for like forever or anything, Gee. but I did kind of forget about it. And I come in over a weekend and my whole area smells like beer. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And the can of highlight had exploded in my little desk. Oh, snap. that's not a thing that normally happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It was your fault, though. Is your fault it for, was. for not refrigerating? It was. Problem. I kept it warm. That's what I get. Jerk. It's my own. It was my my own fault. Ruining beer. But I like it. Like I just it, it gave me this like fond memory of how excited we used to get over that beer. And I, oh yeah. And I'm and like, now you know we're what? like Cigar City. Yeah, but you know what? Like I'm like you know. Okay, fine. It's five days old. Like, how do I pass this up, right? You don't. I don't. And I didn't. And I put it on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. That's some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this is going to sound weird, because I don't know how better to describe it. So maybe you can help me out here, Wells. Like, I got a half chug when the, I poured it. And there's, then... a, there's a, like, when you're smelling hot pellets, 
Mm-hmm. There's a very distinctive, like, hoppy, like, vegetal kind of smell to it. But there's got to, there's definitely a hop and highlight that has that flavor to it as well. I don't know. It was, it, it's drinking real nice. <laughs> I went through, you know, like, sometimes you go and you pour and you get a little too much foam. So you just kind of wait for it to drop down and, or you, you drink half of the glass and then go back to filling. <laughs> it's, um, I may have drank a lot yesterday. Eh, it's all right. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with this. Well, Welly Wells, did you do things too? Well, yes. Went back to the mountains, different spot this time, uh, right where Tennessee and North Carolina meet. Tennessee, Tennessee. Uh, well, we're supposed to you know meet family out there and everything, and get a phone call on Thursday. Like, yeah, we may have come. Well, we have come in contact with somebody that has COVID. Oh we, boy, we may have it. You know, and we're like, okay, cool. So. Y'all aren't coming. It's just like going to be the two of us, like in this big house. And uh, man, saw a, a you know the the wonders of Western North Carolina, Eastern Tennessee. It's it's a it's not Charlotte. Yeah. Are uh, you talking like the Gatlinburg area? Uh, Roan Mountain. Okay. So went over there and then dipped into Johnson City on Saturday afternoon, just like as one does. It, it had rained. Well, it, we were up there for hiking and stuff, but it had rained like all day Friday, and we rightly figured that the trails were just garbage. garbage yeah. So it's like, oh, we'll just dip into Johnson City, Tennessee, figure out what's going on, and, you know, of course, managed to find a couple breweries there. And, you know, we hit up a, a couple, well, three. And let me tell you about, and I've brought one of the beers on the show from this brewery that had been open like oh, just over a week. Like they had opened <laughs> the weekend before. Oh wow! And wow, I I'll tell you, like the Imper- please do the Imperial Stout. It, the brewery's called Little Animals. It's okay. right downtown Johnson City. Um, their West Coast IPA was rock solid. Their they had a six month. I know it's like they just opened, but they already had a beer uh, aged on Brett for six months, and it was like jaw droppingly good. So they were working on their beer and put out good stuff as they opened. Yes. Wow. I know. Yeah. Isn't what that a, a fucking crazy concept? Idea. So I, I mean, Kudos. honestly, I, you know, we got the same vibe from them that we did of divine barrel at like their one year anniversary fire on, on all cylinders. Everything was good. Um, I, I mean, it was just like, Holy cow, this is a, a brand new brewery that, I'm wondering how long, how well it'll do there because the others that we had, like you know how like, smaller towns sometimes are, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. craft They've beer got culture. a brew pub and yeah, you know. and like the beers are fine. Yeah, but this they one, don't have to be good. Yeah, but this one was so much better. It, and it's like if you were to pluck them out of Johnson City and pop them into Charlotte, they would kill it here. So. Little animals in Johnson City, Tennessee. If awesome. y'all find yourselves in the neighborhood, please go check them out. Nice. Good to know. Any, anything else before we get into the news? I have something, but I'm saving it for show two. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, wow. okay All right. cool. Let's get our move along. I guess. Shall we? Yes, we shall. News. 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 Yes. So uh, this one was kind of big in a weird way. Yingling has signed a joint ventureship with Miller Coors so they can expand their geographic footprint outside of, you know, basically, if anybody knows 
how small technically Yingling is or their distro area. It's basically East Coast and that's it. Which is amazing considering yeah. they are as huge as they are. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but in terms of like barrels it, produced, they anything are... Anything west of the Mississippi, good luck. You were not going to find it. Like, Of course, people would ship you shit, but... Uh, if you lived west of the Mississippi, you were not going to find Yingling. But yeah, well, you're right. They are considered, well, they and Boston Beer went back and forth for a while. Now Boston Beer is bigger because of dogfish. But at one point, they were the biggest craft brewery in the U.S. Yeah. And not bad for just like East Coast. Yeah, again. exactly. I mean, I'm so really, still not going to drink them. But nope. yeah. so, th- so really, they're just tying into the distro network. Yes, exactly. And that's right. kind of... Where I mean, it's it still a, a big weird. deal, right? It, it is, and that's where it gets a little weird. So Yingling and Miller Coors didn't buy each other. They're not, like, doing anything like that. They are basically making a joint ventureship so that Yingling can expand their distro to the rest of the U.S., and it's technically going to be a separate company. The existing what? Yingling company is still going to exist. Uh, this is going to be kind of a new spun-up company that is... You know, boarded by both Miller Coors and Yingling. Yingling West Side. Yeah, exactly. Yingling West. So that's super it's, weird. It's, yeah, it's not like a hundred percent buyout. It's not a joint. You know, Miller Coors and Yingling aren't joining forces in, in the sense that one bought the other. It's just distro. So I wonder what happens when Yingling. Let's just say for giggles, Yingling takes off out west, and mm-hmm. it's just like, mm, hey Molson, we'd like to own Coors now. Yeah, and it's very possible. I don't see why they would do it. Yeah. But because, you know, it's it's kind of like how Krispy Kreme has other donuts. Like, I don't understand why they're there. Nobody's really there. Like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. They have Krispy Kreme has the glazed. Yeah, well, I know that. They also have other donuts. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I was like, I thought you meant like, I don't know, Dunkin' no, Dave's. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, okay. not like some other brand of donuts. Okay, okay. They, they have like now. other types of donuts. Yes, yes, and like, I don't understand why they're there. Yeah, Everybody's here for the same thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm feeling like here. It's like I, Yingling. I, I want one right off the line yeah, yeah. and then fill that fucking box up and that's, give me my diabetes, please. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and you know, politics aside about <laughs> Yingling. Yep. There are a lot of people that are very excited about this. So, Jeff, you could be very right that. All of a sudden, Yingling just fucking grows into this monster of a company and goes, hey, you know what, Miller Coors? We got this thing going. Why don't, yeah. we just, why don't we just come on over? Well, I mean, you know, it's not come uncommon for us to see a partnership, especially when it's a distro network. You know, partnership starts, you know, like I think back to like Wicked Weed. Remember when Wicked Weed signed up with the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the AB house uh-huh. and we we're all like, hmm, this smells fishy. I wonder if they're going to get, oh, look, they got acquired. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, Terrapin did the same with Miller Coors. You know, it's like, yep. these partnerships start and they're mutually beneficial and nobody owns anybody. They but there's a stake a and blah, blah, blah. And then like a couple, you know, a year or so down the road. Oh, look. Everything yeah, they, is... they 100% start for a reason. So it'll be interesting to see if this goes anywhere. Yeah, I will be too. I will be too. So, I don't know. Balls, do you have any other thoughts? No. Okay. I mean, No. I mean, you all you gotta do is go back and listen, and you can find out why I quit drinking Yingling a long time ago. <sighs> uh, speaking of, and this one's kind of odd in an odd way, but part of the Craft Brew Alliance and AB merging was Kona, and Kona was big enough that had AB not retained them, they would have had forty percent of the craft beer share in the state of Hawaii. So they had to. 
divestify themselves of Kona to be able to get the cell to go through. And of all places, this is being bought by a place in Kansas, like a venture firm in Kansas. Sure. Because that makes 100% sense. Does it say how much they bought it for? Uh, no. <clears throat> there was no price in the of course, Yeah. Well, it's PE. I mean, yeah. you know, anytime we've got private equity, it's like very rare that we find out what... Because it... I ask because it says that uh, CBA bought them for eighteen million. Yeah. Just curious what what, what this the, Kansas company. I mean, I'm sure it has to be a hundred. Yeah, more. I mean, I'm sure they I mean, they made up they made out really well. I bet. So now that they have divestified themselves of Kona, then the rest of the merger can now go through or go ahead. Right. So the CBA will now officially be part of the AB House now that they have divestified themselves of Kona. Well, Kona in Hawaii. Well, yes, valid point. Which is the weirdest damn thing, because if you buy Kona stateside, it's going to be manufactured by Craft Brewers Alliance and Anheuser-Busch. Yep. But if you buy Kona in Hawaii, that's the only place that it's actually... Made in Hawaii. Yeah, it's still... A, it's like Red Stripe. Yeah, but it's just weird as hell. Yeah, but, you know, like, when you buy it there, it's made there. And that... When you, you know buy we, it not you, there, it's not made there. And that's funny that you say that, because when we went to Jamaica... Uh-huh, I know where you're... Yeah. And I had it. I was like, this tastes totally different than oh, what no, it does. Oh, no, it tastes like trash. This is, this is, oh, just give me hard booze for the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yes. Let you're in go. Jamaica and you're drinking? Well. <laughs> well, okay, never mind, rum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jamaican was, rum. You got to hydrate. <laughs> yeah. Right? You got you to gotta stay hydrated, man. Man, that was a, that was a trip. I mean, Whew. stay hydrated, man. I got yes, mon. Yes, uh, I got nothing. Don't, don't be, don't, don't appropriate it. Call yeah, me. yeah. So, yeah, well, that's a valid point. Uh, this is only in Hawaii. Anywhere else the Kona is sold will be sold under the CBA, brewed under the CBA, all that fun stuff. So, good point, valid point, but yay, Kona. Carolina, West Coast. Uh, sent in from one of our old co-hosts, Chris. Who? who? Yeah, who? <laughs> who? Yes. Uh <sighs> L.A. or the L.A. 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 Oh, my God. L.A. Tacos in L.A. They are basically giving a, a grant to a bunch of the breweries. Uh, Chris did the stats, and basically, with the amount of money that they are giving out, it is about $9,200 a month for 92 breweries. 9200 each? Yeah. A okay. month, but for not very long, because it's only like ten million that they're actually so, giving out. So, so ten grand a month. I mean, that ain't going to keep your doors open. For no, very long. but it might help. It might. And, like and, it's and, better than five bucks. And the big problem in California is that breweries are not considered under the same law as uh, you know restaurants, brew pubs, and all those things where you can get to go orders. So they are now, you know, they are basically. And we'll talk about more of this in the, the next show, but they are n no on-premise stuff. It's all off-premise cells. But that's the weirdest damn thing. So they have an on-site kitchen, and but they're still not allowed to like serve patrons outside. Yes. Like everybody else can. Like restaurants can do this, but breweries with an on-site kitchen can't. Yeah. And why? I'm I'm so confused about that. Because, I mean, yeah. there's, like, a lawsuit being kicked around about, like, their order violating, like, these companies' 14th Amendment rights. And, I mean, it's it's getting messy. Like, it's, yeah, it's a and thing. L.A. County is the only county in California that has such strict uh, regulations like this. So, what the hell, L.A.? Like, 
Yeah, come on, LA. Just, just get with the program. You've well, got- yeah, exactly. And, and you're having to float a $10 million grant to these places. Just let them open up or at least let them do what we were doing here and let them do, you know, to go growler fills and shit like that. And then it just makes you wonder, like, who the hell is paying the health department to keep this shit closed? Because, yeah, somebody has to be. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what? Let's just hurt breweries real quick. Well, and, and that's the other thing, too, though. When you think about California, let's be honest. Do either of you think about L.A. as a craft beer scene? Because I sure as hell don't. No. I think San Diego. I sure. think other Escondido. areas. Gold, Golden Road? Aren't they L.A.? Have you tried the Hef? Get out. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were like one of the only ones. So, yeah, I don't necessarily consider L.A. a craft beer city like yeah. I do San Diego. Sure. It's definitely not a destination. There are probably more craft breweries in L.A. than there ever have been, but it still isn't like... And there's probably some really good ones, especially the ones you know, like we don't necessarily know well, about. But again, say, I mean, El Segundo's from that area. Yeah, come on, yeah. they've had some good shit. That we've and had and I don't, I'll be honest to to not know my LA geography well enough. I just know you get on the five to go down to the eight, take the sixteen. Don't forget about the one one. Yeah, I just listened to uh, Party in the USA over the weekend, so that's about my knowledge of <laughs> LA's geography as it can get. Was was it the Jay Z song on though? I mean, uh, well. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, she admitted in an interview that, like, for several years, like, she had never heard a Jay Z song until, like, long after that song came out, which is weird. I find that extremely difficult to accept as truth. Her words. Oh, well, in that case, my bad. She wouldn't, whatever, who cares? Why are we talking about my own Who cares? Hey, let's talk about jobs. Yeah. Well, what's going on with jobs? Uh, we don't. Are we talking Steve Jobs? <sighs> Yowch. That's a dead subject, man. But <sighs> that's cold, man. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Jobs, what's going on? Uh, well, uh, things aren't looking so good for the uh, the brewing industry. Uh, basically, we are. You know, thanks to COVID, they are estimating uh, six hundred and fifty-one thousand jobs connected to uh, the United States beer industry will disappear. And they're forecasting a $22 billion drop in beer sales. Yikes. So okay, that's so the, the, nuts. The, the first number I kind of have to throw a little bit of yep. like, mm, and, and the only reason why is you said a key word there, connected to the beer industry. Yes. Well, sure. Well, that's what the headline is. 651,000 right. jobs supported by. Right. So, which, and they do a breakdown of it. So it's 3,600 brewing jobs, there we go. 1,800 distributing jobs, and four, uh, 400,000 retail-related jobs. And that's, so like, that's where the big hit's going to come. Yeah, yeah, sure. But still, a big hit of 3,600 brewing jobs and 1,800 jobs in distro, that's going to hurt like hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, not to mention the 400,000 you know, servers, you know, bartenders, right. everything. So. No, and, and I, I don't want to you know, say, hey, people losing jobs. It, uh, it sucks, period. End of story. Yep. And more than anything, too, is that sales drop. Because, I mean, right. I, I hate to say it, but we all three in this room know that there's going to be at least two or three breweries in this city that close because of this. Because well, there are... So, so <clears throat> I, I would challenge that and say that there... We could say two to three breweries in this city that will close. This is going to exacerbate their issue. Well, there you go. Okay. I, I don't believe that there will be anybody that will close. 
they will they will blame COVID. We've already seen one do that, right? Oh yes, we have. I forgot. You know, there or actually, I'm sorry. They blamed the beer scene for not supporting them. Well, and I'll, we're talking about Thirsty Nomad. We are. Um, I they were, you know, admittedly like this was not due to COVID. This was due to bad location. Right. Lack of support, you know, this, that, and the other. Our problems were made worse by this, but we would have had a big problem anyway. I just wonder how, like, the next brewery that has to shut down, will they be honest and forthcoming and say, yeah, we were struggling, and then this just kind of put the nail in the coffin? Or, you know, I mean, not that it really doesn't matter, right? I guess my, my point is we're going to see a brewery shut down and... COVID related mm-hmm. is 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 going to play a factor. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean I've I've got some suggestions as to who can go. <laughs> I'm sure because, you do. I mean that was another thing. Like, you know, I've been brewery hopping and you know, I'm revisiting places that I haven't gone to in a while. So I went to let me get this right. So it was Sunstead and then it was Toucan Louis, and then it's the Salty Parrot. Yes. Uh I don't care if I ever go back. Okay. I mean, it was like, wow, it's 2020 and y'all are putting out these beers in Charlotte. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, I had an event up at unknown like afterwards and I was so happy to be there, which says a lot. lot. (coughs) Yes, it does. I was thrilled. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, and yeah, kind of last but not least, in, the, in a very sad thing. So we already talked about this, I don't know, it was probably five or six episodes ago. Oktoberfest got canceled, and now, right. maybe, of course, and it should yeah, have. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's common it's sense. Like, <clears throat> not that any beer festival is a great place in the COVID era, right? Yes. But, like, Oktoberfest, I mean, like, when, when, like, you've got pictures of people carrying, like, you know, eight you know, like giant mugs leaders, all at one time, basically. and they're spilling all over the place, yeah. and they're sloshy or, or, drunk. Or I saw a video that it's old, but it's the guy that's in lederhosen, and he's drunk as shit. He's trying to get a shoe on, and a bunch of people are circling him, cheering him on. Because, you know, he's doing the drunk... <laughs> and he finally gets a shoe on, but it goes on for like two minutes, and it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, but anyway, so... Like ever? Yeah, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Ever? All right, for the moment. How about I that? I don't know, man. I've seen some really... Uh, you, you must it, have a different internet than I do. I the, got, the best thing ever? I got... But, like, you've had sex, right? I had chuckles, all right? And no, I'm married. Who's chuckles? So come on. <laughs> Is it better than one guy, one cup? Oh, oh God. Anyways, so please they back banned up. alcohol at the fairgrounds of where normally Oktoberfest would happen, and... Happy to report there was no incidents. There oh, was good. a couple of people having picnics, and they were all socially distanced, as they should have been, and nothing got crazy. That's good, because, you know, like... Because this, could... this last Saturday would have officially been the start of Oktoberfest. I like how it says here, you know, they did this to prevent replacement parties, which, I mean, like, yeah, we all know is totally a thing that people would do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and so they dispatched police, and police reported... Every, you know, there was people there, but everybody was socially distanced, and everybody was behaving, and everything went a okay. So everything was fine, fine, fine. Good, good on them. I'm happy to hear it. And I'm bummed because I was supposed to go to Oktoberfest this year, but yay, COVID. Yeah, yeah nothing quite like you know getting reminders about like, oh, I was yeah. supposed to be doing this today. 
Yeah, exactly. Or the, this is what you were doing last year at this time. Don't you wish you were doing that again? Oh, yeah. yeah like, my phone. <clears throat> I don't even have, like, a Facebook account or anything. And apparently this is an Apple deal, I guess. It was, like, popping up photos from when we were in London. I didn't even have this fucking phone. I'm like, that's kind of creepy. That's not creepy at all, Josh. Yeah. I didn't even own this phone. It was still a fucking Samsung phone. It popped it up. It was like, oh, yeah, you were in London at this. I'm like, you motherfucker. Fuck off phone. Yeah, I remember seeing people <laughs> and doing things. and Right. I mean, going places is fine, but... Ugh. Ugh. All right, so since we kind of got through the news stories a little faster than I thought, since you did go out to some breweries, yeah. Tennessee and here, how mm-hmm. was it? People in masks, people socially distancing, were they behaving? Okay, so the first place that we went to Friday night, like had been in town, gotten set up, everything. We drove past this hostel and craft beer bar was what the sign said. So we're like, all right, cool. We'll just head up the street two miles back the way we came and check it out and uh, walk in the door. And it's like the music stopped and everybody like turned around to look at us. And it's like Tennessee's finest, uh, you know, probably as many teeth as people. And everybody's drinking Mick Ultra. They had like Guinness and Mick Ultra on tap, which is like, that's unusual. Um, we're in the best beer was uh, Catawba's White Zombie. Ooh. It's like, get, I just said, get your ass back in the car. Nobody social distance, nobody wearing masks. And everybody's but, like, where the hell are you doing here? And I'm like, we're leaving. Thank you very on. much. Back, back the train up. You yeah. said a hostel in a craft beer bar? Well, so. they called themselves a craft beer bar, but I think... <laughs> I think they spelled hostel wrong. Okay. It's not H O S T E L. Are you sure it wasn't like hostile comma craft beer bar? No, they they were definitely hostile. They were definitely a hostile craft beer bar. So I I gotta say, like we had a little chat. It's like I really do not like if Johnson City is like this tomorrow, it's like this is gonna wreck my time. Yeah, just turn around and let's go home. Yeah. And it was great. Um That's good. You know, masks everywhere, people like can you put your mask on? You know, hand washing stations. It's not as uh, what stringent as some of the Charlotte breweries are. You know, those folks that have taken the NC beer pledge, and you know they're sanitizing tables in between, and they've got like sanitizing stations like everywhere. Like this wasn't as buttoned up as North Carolina breweries that I've been to, or the the ones that I frequent at least. But uh, overall, it was it was pretty good. I'm really surprised at, you know, we saw a long line of people waiting for a food truck that were socially distanced and all wearing masks. Of course, there were, I mean, there always are just... There's always going to be a Karen and a Ken. Covidiots. Yeah. There's a Karen and a Ken in every crowd. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's... But it was really nice to see, like, some of these bartenders just be like, can you seriously put your mask on? They're like, oh, sorry, I forgot. And it's like... It's in your hand. Yeah. You just. It's, well, it's kind of like the NFL coaches that just are wearing them like as bandanas, basically. And I'm glad know. the NFL is finding them for it as they should. Which is weird because like I know that, like the very first game that that first game of the season they broadcast the Chiefs game. 
you know, the guy's sitting there, and I can't remember if it was Reed or, or the other coach. It was Andy Reed. His... And he, and he, well, but he, but he had a mask on, and he was holding the play chart up oh, in front of him so nobody oh, could yeah, see yeah. his mouth moving. It wasn't Reed because it, Reed yeah. had the plastic one on. Yeah, yeah. The other guy had on, like, the regular cloth face mask, but he was still, like, you could see, it was, like, such a habit yeah. to hold that, 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 play, uh, sheet, that yeah. play sheet up so nobody could see what his lips were saying. And I'm just like, and he, and even, like, yesterday watching the games, I saw the same thing and just made me laugh of, like, you know, you... They already can't read your damn lips. Right. Yeah. But it's but just habit. It's so ingrained. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's so ingrained. Well, in you know, so you talk about masks, right? Like, so I, I've gotten really good about taking mine wherever I go. I've always got one. I've got a backup one in my pocket because my move typically is my brain is in three different places. I pull up to X store. I get out and I'm halfway into the door and I'm like, son of a bitch. I left it, you know. Yeah. Now I, I keep an extra one in my in pocket. pocket. I'm like, all go. right, I'll put my backup one on. So I've now I've got, got one like, mask in my pocket. That's right. And the other one's giving a middle finger, you know, and I've got uh, three in the truck now. But it's all, you know, it's not hard. No, it's, it's not hard. It isn't. Like, I mean, like, I can remember, <clears throat> what was it, 2018 when I went to the Dominican. Like, I was down in Greenville and I got super fucking sick. I mean, sicker than a dog. Marl? And I had to go walk down to the CVS, which I already felt bad enough about. Right. And so, you know, I'm covering my face with my shirt. What do I do? I immediately go in and I buy masks and I buy gloves because I don't want to contaminate my hotel room. I went to the front desk and said, I've got the flu. I know you don't clean hotel rooms. Disinfect this motherfucker when I get out of it, please. So somebody doesn't die. I wore a mask all the way, you know, when I was in the hotel, like when I would walk out to go do whatever I did or anything like that. That was back in 2018. I had common sense enough to do that. Yeah, it's not that fucking hard. Wear a mask. Well, and, they, <clears throat> and they're saying now that it's not even worth confronting somebody because we as a culture have gotten to this place that we go to extreme extremes. Yes. And there's no civil discourse anymore. No, I'm right, you're wrong. Whatever the topic is, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, and if you this, tr- but in this case, like, I wear a mask. I'm right. You don't wear a mask. You're wrong. I think that the good passive aggressive move is, if you want to be honest, is just sit there and stare at him and take a picture of him. <laughs> I like don't say a word. Just take a picture of him. Or just walk up and cough on him. Yeah. Of course, that's assault. So maybe you're, don't do that. That's you're assault, wrong. brother. <laughs> I, I should maybe just start an Instagram account. Covidiots of CLT. There you go. Shit. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. You better do that. Right? Copyright, 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 copyright 2020. Copyright. 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 But it's like any, anybody that I encounter that's like, Oh, I'm not wearing a mask. Or it's like hanging down, blowing my whatever. Or can I get a flight of beer and like drink them all at the bar? And it's like, can you not? All right. Are we ready for break? Absolutely. We'll be back in 30. Bye bye, Jeff. How does that work? Bye bye. We're going to talk about the beer that we have been drinking during this show and whether we would buy it with our own hard currency. Um, Paper isn't that hard. Well, we have a coin shortage. So. Is that still a thing? Because I haven't used paper. I don't know if it's like. I mean, like, I assume it's still a thing because people still have signs out, but I don't know if it's actually a thing or if it's just they're saying it's a thing to make it a thing. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways, Regardless, I'm sure somebody will correct us. But uh, up first, uh, from Dissolver, Wells' favorite new Asheville brewery, 
We have one called Herd Different, which is an ordinary bitter. As uh, <clears throat> a collaboration with Zillicoa. Mm-hmm. Sure. Ordinary bitter, English malts, East Kent Goldings, and Fuggle Hops. I mean, every part of that says ordinary bitter. It's a three and a half percent beer. Really light beer, nice and roasty. Um, I, man, I this is just this is just a good drinking beer. Like I'm in this weird place right now where I don't always want like a heavy stout. I don't necessarily want hops. Like this is a really nice like other option. Um, real good. I like it. I'd buy this. Wells. Wow. Um, super little, but it's not like a small flavor. Like this is, I mean, it's, I don't know. I really enjoyed this. I brought it in because I enjoyed this three and a half percent, like kind of raised my eyes a bit. I, I don't typically drink like that small, but when I do, you know, this is, this is perfect. So big bye, Josh. So, <clears throat> excuse me, no green man ESB. That's kind of like the gold standard. And I know... But it's an extra special. Yeah, that's it's just, just ordinary. I know like, extra just special ordinary. and ordinary a little different. Yeah. I understand that. One of them is extra special. But remember my love for... Was it Mystery and their little table beer that was like two and a half, right. 3%? Right, right, right. This mm-hmm. now hits that wheelhouse of, I can sit here and drink that beer all day watching football yeah. and not get shit-faced no. and feel fucking great and have a, a good, good-tasting beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge buy for me. Like, I mean, football game, I could roll through four of these and not blink. Yeah, like, can I buy a case of those somewhere? Is that possible? Asheville? Maybe. I don't know. Because, damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, big buy. Next beer. Uh, so the uh, aforementioned beer from... Um, little Animals. Little Animals. Thank you. I'm, like, struggling for it right here. Yeah, Little Animals in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, this is Snakeskin Jacket, a spelt saison. Hallertau, Cryo Simcoe hops, conditioned with Brett. Um, Saison, Farmhouse. Uh, this is just, this is excellent. I don't know if this is the, the most Saison-y Saison I've had, but I really enjoyed drinking this. It was nice and crisp and hoppy and just very soothing beer all in. Um, big buy on this one. Wells? Again, brand new brewery. Like, they just opened their tap room, like, a week and a half ago. And I know this has bottled condition for a little while. I think the, the bottle on date said July something or other. But look, this is, it's just nice. It's, it's a, a very well-made, clean as hell, flavorful, simple, elegant Saison. Big fan. Josh? I think you put it best. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's very elegant. And, and, wow. Wow. They're just that new, and they're, yeah. they're already making this. Like, yeah. holy shit, that's impressive. Again, they had another one that was like a, six months on top of this. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I I should have bought more, just to like set them aside. Because yeah, definitely. Because damn, this is mm-hmm. this is nice. It, again, just crisp, smooth, easy drinking. Big buy. Next beer up uh, from Free Range here in Charlotte. A Carolina West Coast IPA called If You Want It, Come and Get It. No, 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 no. Which I guess uh, is their way of saying they don't deliver beer. If you want to come and get it. Uh, West Coast IPA, of which I love the style. Um, it is very clear. There is no haze to this. Um, 
You said this is the brew one hop? Yes, it is. I think there's only one hop in this beer. Yes. No, no. I mean, like, like one singular hop. Bullshit. Like, um, the, the, the snake skin, I feel like was a hoppier beer than, than this. I'm, uh, it's, it's fine. This just doesn't taste like, I, to me, there's just not enough here. So I'm going to, I'm going to know by it. It's fine. You can be wrong. Um, this one, look, I think brew one is going to be like my hop of 2020. Cause I, I went from like having no idea that sucker existed to, Oh my God, I want it in everything. Um, we had the big brew one mood from Dissolver mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. As I tweeted you guys, after several more four packs, it's like, I think I made the wrong decision in my buy no buy that week. Whoops. Or not buy no buy. The, I tapped that. that. Anyway, still have a lot of love for brew one hops. And this delivers. It's got huge pineapple. No bitterness. It is super sweet. But it's... Super clean. Again, as Jeff said, you can see right through it. Um, you know, they, they were smart enough to just do like a light body and let those hops shine and shine they do. I, yeah, I, I want to see so much more Brew One beers. Josh. So, Jeff, can I ask you a question? Sure. If this wasn't labeled as a West Coast IPA, would you change your mind? Um, I'm not crazy about the beer, period. Okay. The, fa- the fact that it says West Coast, I'm... Unfortunately, spoiled by the brewery that's what two miles down the road. Well, the only reason I'm asking, <clears throat> I was asking that question is this definitely doesn't have West Coast IPA char- characteristics right. that we are normally used to. This is still a damn good beer, and I would absolutely buy this. I was just curious if, like, this was labeled as like a, a juicy IPA, or- would you go? But if you don't like the beer, period. You don't yeah, like I, I'm just I, I'm just not a huge fan of the beer, period. I mean, like even if they'd have done the thing like Noda does with uh, True Grit, where they called a an East Coast or a Carolina IPA or whatever, yep. like southeastern I, I IPA. Like, I I, it's not the name that's hanging me up. I'm just like, I, I I just wanted more out of this. Yeah, it just like maybe an imperial version of this or or something. It just doesn't feel like it's concentrated enough for me. It's it's subtle. Too subtle for me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, back, back to your point, Walls. Yes, Brew One needs to be in all IPAs going forward. Gives that nice pineapple, almost pear mm-hmm. quality of a taste to it. And oh boy, we've had some bangers on episode one. I'm very excited. I know. Woo. And yeah, I, I, I would absolutely buy this. This is no questions asked. All right, Jeff, final beer up. Up next, up last, final beer up. Uh, we've done several of the Black is Beautiful beers uh, on the on the show uh, from different breweries. This one comes to us from uh, our local resident culture, uh, which takes the, the the basic recipe for the Black is Beautiful beer. Uh, and they, everybody does their own little little tricks with it. Uh, this one is aged on cacao nibs, um, and it is a very good chocolatey imperial stout. If you want. An Imperial Chocolate Stout. This is right up there with it. It is a good beer. Um, I like it. I, I would buy another can of it. I'm not going to buy a ton because I'm kind of at my fill of like chocolate Imperial Stouts or Imperial Stouts with co- cocoa nibs, cacao nibs. Um, but it's a really good beer. It's done really well. Um, buy for me. Wells? Sometimes less is more. Um, and the fact that they kind of pulled back. I know that Resident Culture can do some really tasty, 
heavily adjuncted beers, but for them just to toss like nibs in this and Terry just and nibs. just let the the beer kind of shine um, was a smart call on their part. Uh, this is really tasty. I mean, it's it's just a big like Baker's chocolate, dark chocolate uh, imperial stout. It's not a lot of frills. It's just good. So, bye. Josh, what do you think? This one still doesn't work for me. And I think it's the chocolate. Yeah, you don't like chocolate. I don't. Because you're a monster. I am. We know this. Sick. I know. It just, I mean, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the legitimate question here is, would you buy this beer again? And if I were to be presented with this beer, I would not buy this again. Fair. It's not a bad beer. It just does not work for yeah, me. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. Unfortunately, I have yet to... I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've liked any of the, the versions of these beers yet that we've had. I've, We'd have to go back and look. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's tough because the, the, the common adjunct to put in a, a big imperial stout is, is chocolate of some form. Yeah, exactly. It goes together really well. It makes a lot of sense. But, but what's funny is when you put, you know, you age a chocolate beer in a bourbon barrel, all of a sudden, like, everything changes for me. Yeah, because that bourbon really plays well with chocolate. Maybe you liked the triple C one because that was like black lava salt in Yeah, I did like the triple C one, whatever. but I did not like the divine barrel one, and this one's kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Of it's just they're both they were both chocolate bombs, which it, is it, not a bad thing. No, like it I just like, it, it feels it in a weird way to me. It almost feels like a hoppy stout, and I'm just you know my feelings yeah, on yeah, that, and yeah. I'm like. Fuck a hoppy stout. I, it's not a hoppy stout, and I know that's not what you're getting at. Right. It's just, yeah, it's, it's that, the bitterness of that chocolate. Yeah, but it's just like I hate you. You're you're looking for like sumptuous, like velvety, yes. smooth, and not that bitter chocolate because yeah, because yeah. I'm a monster. Yeah, but we all know that. Anyway, time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, I tap that. Uh, which is our favorite beer of the show that we would like to have a keg of? Um, and and I'm gonna have to go with a snakeskin jacket. Uh, you know, that Dissolver beer was really good, and that would have been like my second choice. Um, but man, that uh, that that stays on. You know, as much as I just got done talking about how I wasn't sure I wanted, you know, something like funky or sour on tap. Um, I mean, I'd have to replace my lines when I was done, but it'd be totally worth it. That's that's just a just such <laughs> an excellent beer, such an excellent beer. Cool. So I'd uh, yeah, snakeskin jacket for me. Wells, how about you? Oh, that's easy. Snakeskin jacket. Um, in a, a show with a pretty solid lineup, uh, if I say so myself, since I brought them all. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. But, uh, but damn, that one, it's like, I cannot wait for y'all to crack this open. It is so freaking good. So glad y'all, glad at least Jeff feels that way. Yes. Josh, where are you on this? Whoops. Uh, man, this is tough. It is. Because there are three really good beers here. Meanwhile, people could go to our patreon.com slash craftbeercast if they wanted to support us that way. Uh, check us out on the interwebs, craftbeercast.com. Uh, you can find links to our old shows and episodes. Um, you can find us uh, on the Twitter's at CBcast. Contact at craftbeercast.com is how you get to us via email. And Josh is going to tell us that he wants to tap. If you want it, come and get it. All right. It's a damn good beer. It is. It's a damn good beer. That Saison's really good. The Dissolver beer was really good. I mean, three straight bangers. You, you don't like chocolate, so... Yeah, exactly. I'm a monster. I don't like chocolate, so... Jeff already hit us. Wells, where are you? 
Uh, I mean, I'm right here. Or, or I'm on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells. Who knows? Maybe I just late night retweet a whole bunch of political stuff and then forget about it. <laughs> Whatever. Yay. You do you, boo. I do. You I did. Follow, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh, Josh CBC if I can talk right. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Post articles on there that you want us to discuss or topics if you want. Like, you know, news is not been as light as i thought it was going to be with all this covid stuff it kind of was at first but now we're back to the normal news cycle but you know we're hitting the end of the year things are going to slow down again so if you've ever had a topic or an idea that you wanted us to discuss and ran on we definitely will uh, apparently at least one listener was very excited about our seltzer show so oh. i think it's time to stop talking gentlemen and actually do it well, i've been talking about this for a while and you know, we're like oh, i know yeah, one day one day i'm like no no no, for real no i think it's i think it's time i think that would be a fun like end of the year show oh yeah just in time for christmas yeah we get episode one's christmas beers and episode two is seltzers yeah there we go <laughs> i think it would be fun though to do it towards the end of the year. I hate myself so much. Just throw it out there. It's a good time. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell somebody you've listened to us. We are cranking through episodes. We'll be at episode 400 before we know it, which is fucking crazy. Then we'll be at episode 420 after that. <laughs> I mean, if, if we make it to episode 400, I don't even know what the fuck to do, honestly. Like, I blew through all my beers that I'd been saving, so I guess... Hey, it's episode 400. Fuck it. Maybe we could get the Utopias by episode 400. Maybe that's our goal. Maybe it's a goal we worked towards. I'll, yeah. Well, we got a year. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think it's a good goal. Uh, Hashtag goals. That's right. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. <laughs>